Welcome, bienvenue to the Fantasy Tools Podcast. This is the show where fantasy tools discuss fantasy tools. I'm your host, Eric Rentz, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Peterson. Our mission is to discuss fantasy baseball and the tools that we're developing that help us manage our teams. Cue that intro music. segment who is hosting the all-star game i mean this is extremely google texas man wouldn't that be amazing if it was just like you win the world series you get to host the all-star game the next i year. mean it kind of should work like that shouldn't it work like that? because that would actually incentivize people yeah to, like i mean if, well, if, they, were, if they were incentivize like, ownership right if they were like you are never getting an all-star game unless you win right yeah That'd be great. And then they do, it's like the coaches thing where it's like, you can only, maybe you can only do it like up to three times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I like, I like it better than tying it to like how efficiently you can extort your city for a new ballpark. I, I hate it. I hate it. Well, you guys did that to get a Super Bowl. You guys even got a Super Bowl. I know. That. I mean, that is, that is legitimately insane that they gave the Vikings a Super Bowl for building a stadium. That was an awful awful weekend to have a super bowl by the way as one would expect there is i mean (laughs) there is no good weekend in january in minnesota to have a super bowl it just doesn't happen so it's like fun for a playoff game even a conference game though i prefer it you know you guys to lose to the new york giants in the Meadowlands. but i mean but you know it's still would be fun so much stuff but yeah i i think i'm i'm liking this i'm liking this wrinkle i would i guess they would say it's not enough Manfred. time to plan, but screw it. They can do it. What are you talking about? It's not enough time to plan. Who cares? I don't know. Well, they already let's, know, let's they already know it what it's going to be for like the next six years or something. Oh, true. True, true, true. But I like it. All Any right. other – just hater to the, to the Astros? Colleagues, how, yeah, how do you yeah. feel about Josh Hader to the Astros? It completes my journey with Josh Hader from – he. I, I loved him. Mm-hmm. The year before he became a closer, I loved him because mm-hmm. his K rate was astronomical. And I was like, yeah. I just need to own him on teams. And I suggested him to people. Just like, mm-hmm. just pick him up. You're going to spend a dollar to pick him up. Mm-hmm. Get him on your team. You're going to get more more Ks in a week than any regular starter. Yep. And then the next year, he get, he had some saves in there. And then he gets more saves. And then he starts to not be the best relief pitcher anymore. And then he goes mm-hmm. to San Diego. And I think that the stink of San Diego situation is on him and now just completing the journey like if you had thought that i was going to redeem myself no <laughs> but he, but he he could have a phenomenal year with the astros he could get 50 saves yeah 50 saves and like 120, 120 strikeouts yeah, yeah exactly i mean like that that's on the table he's going to be so valuable he's going to be two point two point zero era he's going to be drafted so early yeah He's gonna. I mean, it's gonna be interesting. We we should just chat when we look at starting pitchers again. We should just discuss where we think he's gonna slot in. I think he's unambiguously gonna be the first closer off the board this year. It's hard to imagine anyone else, right? Um. Yeah. Cleveland is the only one that I can think of as being at all valuable. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, guys, we're still on watch here. Bellinger, Snell, Montgomery, Chapman. What's going on here? Come on. Let's. I mean. I, I know it's the same thing like i keep on looking to see oh uh-huh. hey does anyone move nope no 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 this past this past week has been incredibly quiet very quiet 31 days to spring just at proper spring training 
<clears throat> I found out because if you go to Fangraphs, they have a counter. <laughs> oh, man. Which one would you want? For who? My fantasy team or my twins team? Okay, both. Twins team, either Bellinger or Chapman, I'm semi-indifferent. I just don't trust the twins with Snell or Montgomery. Montgomery slightly more. So, okay, let me give you the order. Chapman, Bellinger, Montgomery, Snell in order of interest. And I think maybe fantasy the same. Really? Agnostic to where they land. I I don't think Blake Snell has it. Again, it's just not, you know, no. don't like so he's he's unambiguously number 4 to me. Montgomery, I don't know what to expect. I like him, but I don't love him. Chapman is the most steady of all four. Like he's the one where I feel like more confident, but Bellinger has higher highs. So could swap the two of them around and I would be fine with that. I I guess both of them matter on price, right? It's yep, part exactly. of this. Yep. Yeah. But I think that if Bellinger signs a big contract, he's going to have a tear. Uh, I don't disagree with that. I do not disagree with that. And if I had to to be like a first five round pick on him, I would be I would be concerned about it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't do that. Watch Montgomery be the. I think Montgomery is just that. Like I'd put my money on Montgomery just to just just because it's like feels like a long sure. shot. Sure. And and like where his value probably there. Montgomery okay. Montgomery's price is probably the most correct of Both. The three. Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I think that's true. All right, let's get into the main topic here. The main topic is innings pitched predictions. Uh we spent two weeks ago actually we spent some time talking about qualitative pitching order where we looked at where's everybody landed um for this upcoming year and just tried to forecast roughly where we thought they should be in the in the pitching lineup so to speak so the rotation for each team and what i've done now is taken the same recipe that we used last year to predict innings pitched for this upcoming year and i thought we just we thought we just take a look and just see who feels right who feels wrong because remember this is key to actually getting our forecasting correct yeah. so wow so what okay. we're supposed to what you're supposed to be looking at is the tab called predict 2024 Yep. And what you see are a bunch of columns. You see a column that's called Model 24, which is where we think they fall in the lineup, in the rotation. So 190 means that they we consider them the ace of the team. Yep, yep, yep. 165 okay. is you get 190 innings pitched approximately if you're the ace, 165 if you're number two, 140 if you're number three. It just keeps going down and down from there, basically in increments of, of 25. Okay, okay, so somebody like... Uh, so somebody like Brady Singer's a number two. Zach Little, bizarrely, for Tampa Bay is a guy that we called number three. Okay, go for it, Zach Little. By default, because they're out of pitchers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me get a you know a more real number three would be like Kyle Hendricks for the Cubs. Um, and then I have four years of actual innings pitched. So how many they actually got in 2023? How many they actually got in 2022, 2021, and a prorated 2020. We're still having to deal with prorated 2020. Then I took Ugh, a, then I took right, a recipe. <laughs> and mixed these all together in a column called regression, which is basically doing an average, a weighted average across these, essentially what we think your model prediction and your actual 2023 are the most important ingredients. But then looking at 2022 to make sure that we weren't wrong effectively. And that also gives us a measurement of the uncertainty. So we have a plus minus on on each one of these, uh, which is which I think you can consider okay. to be about a one sigma. And what I've currently sorted this as... The guys at the top are the guys where our model prediction is the closest to what they actually got last year. Oh, okay. 
Wait, and this is a percent, or what is this nope, number? No, it's it's a raw difference. So it's the regression column, so the weighted mean minus 2023 in the, the absolute value of that. So what you can see is that Aaron Nola, for instance, is our is our closest prediction because we predict this year he'll get 193.46 innings pitched, and last year he got 193.2. Mm, okay. So we basically say Aaron Nola, that guy's the same. So everybody here at the top were effectively saying they're not going to change from year to year. King. Okay. So Michael King. So I think I think this list is kind of interesting if you kind of sort, you know, who we believe who we believe is actually, uh, the, and I would call these ones the ones where we should be reasonably confident. You can take a look at the regressions. Some of these are a little off, you know, or some of these suggest that there's a pretty wide range for these. Yeah. Yeah. And most okay. of those have to do with changing roles. So I'm looking at. Always talk about Minnesota. Looking at Louis Varland here, <laughs> I mean, because Minnesota has nobody pitching effectively, he's got to be the number four starter, which is insane. But he and he only got sixty eight innings pitched last year, so. And we're saying one hundred fifteen. Well, the model says one hundred fifteen. Our regression says oh, oh, he's only oh, oh, going right, to get right, right. I'm 66. sorry, looking at the wrong column. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Whereas, like, wanna... yes, this Ranger Suarez is like another good example where it was like he's supposed to be the number four. Yeah. yeah supposed to be the number four pitcher and then but he never quite gets the innings that he's supposed to so we downweighted him about nine in uh 19 innings and then last year he was he was pretty close cool. he was 120 uh 125 125 last even year. wow okay okay so we downweighed him 12 and it's he's 15 under that means that he's pretty darn close to that yeah Right. And it's it's just interesting to look, you know, to look through these lists. So I thought we'd start with the guys that, you know, I feel like we're fairly confident and or I think these are the ones that I'm slightly less worried about. I'm happy mm-hmm. more happy to run with this. And then when you flip this on its head, it's the ones where you're like, mm, we better check these <laughs> because because we're sure. we're predicting something very different than they got last year. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Let's flip this. Now we're looking at a well, bunch no of injury shit, guys. Bunch of injury guys. And the question is whether our regression – one of the questions that I have is whether our regression is too strong in these. Because I'm looking at, uh, say, Walker Bueller, guy that pitched zero innings last year, right, for obvious reasons. We only well, forecast we, him – That's not a good person to start with because throw a dart and, and you're just as likely. All right. Well, we so. said 53 plus minus 47, so that's pretty good, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm amazed it's even 47. That should be a pleasant <laughs> Well, the one in, you know in the, fantasy tools, um, the typical fantasy tools used to be like a hundred, <laughs> plus well, or best, minus a hundred. <laughs> well, the best one, 50. I mean, the best one is uh, Yashinobu Yamamoto, right? Is forty-seven and a half plus minus eighty-nine. We have no idea. <laughs> We're just admitting we have no clue how to forecast this. Could be anything. Yeah, could be, could be forty innings, negative forty innings, which would mean <laughs> he pitches in I don't know the, Japan, Korea. Yeah, I, think, I think that is. I think that is exactly what that means. Cuba. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> So these are these are the ones where it's like I'm kind of I'm wrestling with what what do we do with some of these guys? Um, do we want to run with the regression numbers? Do we want to do we want to tinker with the recipe here? Uh, I mean, just, there's there's some real challenging ones here. So most I mean some of the guys at the top are injury ones, but like the third one down from the top, Bryce Elder, he pitched 174 innings last year, but that was out of nowhere, and he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a clear spot in that rotation in my opinion right because they have ahead of him spencer strider max freed charlie morton chris sale and by the time you get down to starter number five 
You've oh, just... okay. But but okay. All right. Go ahead. I actually don't. Go ahead. I actually don't mind where we put him at 120 to say, okay, this is a fifth. This is a sixth pitcher right now, right? But Chris Sale ain't getting 190 <laughs> things. Charlie Morton isn't going to get to 165 innings this year. It's some combination of Charlie Morton and Max Freed are not going to get to 300 innings. Well, the, so the best, the best part I think about this, this actually makes a lot of sense to say 120, 120 is like a bona fide. That's like a bad number. It's like a good number five starter, right? Is what yeah. we're saying. Yeah. So perfect. That makes sense. You know, one of the best parts about this is that, uh, you know, we can just look and see what we forecast for everybody else on that team. So for the record, Chris Sale, only 82 innings. <laughs> if right. Chris Sale, yeah. Chris Sale has not pitched more than 103 innings in the past four years. So you know, what Charlie, what's Charlie Morton at? 156 for Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton actually is a little bit more solid, and we might have downweighted him a little bit too much here, because he's look at if we run backwards in time. 163 in 2023, 172 in 2022, 185 in 2021, and we're only modeling him for 140 because of where he slots in that lineup but i think that's perfect i okay well we're modeling him for 140 and we're saying 156 so we went from 172 to 163 so that's subtract nine innings subtract another nine innings and we're at 154 so the straight line would agree with <laughs> with that and having i think if you think about having chris hill and bryce elder there i think that back end of that road this is good no i think that this this is helpful this this is right Wow. That's, I mean, I will say when I was doing this exercise, you can see what we did for 2023 as well. Um, I think we accept what we've done so far. And then this is where we hand tweak things. Like, no model is ever going to figure out Lance McCullers. I'm sorry. Chat GPT, go for it. But like, <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> I'm realizing, I just made a note to myself because I'm realizing that one thing that would be interesting to do would be to total our innings pitched forecast for each team and look at which teams are just like, not anywhere near the total they need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we should do that. That would be very funny. Like, who's who's gonna need to get? Who's gonna need to find innings somewhere? Well, yeah. Like, I'm like down in Kansas City, and it's like, well, that's I don't know how you're gonna get to. Well, Kansas Kansas City though, not that bad, right? Jordan Lyles here, 154. Brady Singer, 158. Michael Waka, 131. Those are like Seth Lugo, one almost 120. Those are kind of workable numbers. Yeah, you got three number three pitchers. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why that's why they're all forecast for the number three amount. <laughs> yeah. LA is another one where it's like oh they they have, <laughs> they have number four pitchers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well we could go we could go through and rank the starting pitchers basically that way by like, okay, well we've said this and that means that we have on average Oh yeah, we could go back through and you know, we have we have what we did. We said, okay, this is a one, two, three, four, five. And then we can reprint it. And then this is a one, two, three, four, five. But actually, we could put it into order of like, say, like these pitchers are, this is a number three pitcher. This is a number one pitcher. Like, does Milwaukee have, oh, we, because we downweight Freddie Peralta, I guess. Well, Freddie Peralta, I mean, has to get downweighted, right? Because 2022 was a bad year for him. Yeah. But he's got, I mean, the one thing is that these uncertainties are pretty big. And when we go back to the forecasting, when we go back to actually forecasting stats, we ignore the uncertainty currently. So this is currently just an internal uncertainty. Mm -hmm. You know who is the, I actually want, here's another interesting exercise is, is sorting on, or is looking at who has the smallest uncertainties. 
like who's just like rock steady it's all the guys at the top right it's like garrett cole has no uncertainty like he's gonna pitch he's gonna pitch 200 innings plus minus seven (laughs) you know that's like that's like pretty accurate man boston is gonna get 182 innings of lucas giolito who's a four era pitcher 1.25 era uh, yeah but you but i mean based on how many innings pitched he gets you can you can write that in pen right i mean it's 180 plus minus 12 Pencil him, pencil him in for 170 innings. Put in pen, 170, 170 innings of I mean, I think, Lucas J. Alito. That, I think, that doesn't tell you that this is a 500 team. I don't know what will. <laughs> well, the fact that uh, Cutter Crawford is your number three innings, uh, number three yeah, guy right now? It's almost like this is a team that should that's probably going to end up adding Blake Snell, an overpriced Blake Snell. Well, actually, so that brings me to my last point, which is – we actually already have to adjust our ratings for the Yankees because they signed Stroman. Mm-hmm. So where does he slot in? So we have Garrett Cole, Carlos Rodon. I think it's probably then Stroman. He's ahead of pitcher. You think Nestor Cortez is still three? Stroman is four because we had Nestor Cortez at three, Clark Schmidt at four. Oh, he, Clark Schmidt is gone. Good. Well, he's number five, I guess. Yeah. So you, think, well you think you think Nestor Cortez? Ahead okay, no, of... you're right. Stroman is Stroman over Nestor Cortez. Stroman should be a number four pitcher for the Yankees, but they only have. I agree, but they don't have unless they get two. Blake Snell. They don't have it. It would be very well, Yankee. Blake Snell, a number Snell. three pitcher for the Yankees, sounds a lot better than it dueling aces. I I agree with that. I mean, the Yankees clearly need to do. The Yankees clearly needed Stroman, right? Because because if you look at where we slotted everybody they got garrett cole awesome but once you get once you get past garrett cole we actually forecast clark schmidt as their number two innings guy because he's been the only semi-reliable person <laughs> that well, outside of garrett cole outside of garrett cole yeah mm. yeah that's interesting Carl yeah i'm gonna Rodon. total oh, these man. teams up this is super fun like some of these teams are just oh fits well the yankees go right into oakland <laughs> It's it's rough. It's rough down here. I mean, JP how many years? Who's who's eaten innings for them? Oakland, man. Oakland, Oakland's number one. We can't get them above 144 innings. Wow, that's not good. Paul Blackburn's still around. Didn't realize that. They need Paul Blackburn. Look at that. Tywin Walker. Oh man, Tywin Walker is still still around. He pitched 172 innings last year. He's got to be around. Yeah, but this is a starting rotation. You got Aaron. You got. Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola in some order. Then you have Tywin Walker, Ranger Suarez, and then you got someone who's terrible. So like there's there's another team where it's like put Blake Snell as number three and wow. Yeah. That, that and then you have Ranger good. Suarez and, and Tywin Walker at the back end of that rotation. Whichever might, one of those does well. I mean they might be the only team, Philadelphia might be the only team with all five guys above hundred innings in our in our actual projection. Well they were no, 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 no. One of them, four guys. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Right? Four have, guys, yeah. Their fifth is nobody. Their fifth is... The placeholder. Huh. I really... I mean, this also makes me really excited about the Seattle team. Yeah, where you just started oh, yeah. mousing around. I mean, there's some there's some interesting stuff in there. Because you got George Kirby, Luis Castillo, and, and Logan Gilbert. All We've got them all basically at number two pitchers, <laughs> which also feels right. Like, oh, there's yeah. no... There's no there's not quite an ace on this team. But. Well, but that's that's perfect. Going into a year where you have th- three number twos, like yeah. one of them's got to step up. And yeah. then one of them is going to be a number two, and then one's going to be an overqualified number three, or is going to be so bad that he's gone. 
having three yeah. shots of three bites of the apple sounds pretty good. I'm feeling I'm feeling really good about Seattle's team this year. Pretty good. Well, pretty good. Is D. Scalfani finally going to have one of those years where it's like, no, I am going to do everything that I've always promised, everything that the stats always say that I could do. I will do it in with 160 innings. He should. He essentially has no expectations, right? I mean, we put him in the lineup at number. We put him in the rotation at number six. He's he's way down there. You know, we we have no expectations for him. <laughs> I know, but he he's always he's like like he's a spreadsheet darling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. You know who we're going to end up seeing in Arizona? I bet it's going to be Eduardo Rodriguez if we see that San Diego game. Oh, God. I really hope not. I really hope not. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's, uh. I mean, I'd rather see him than Ryan Nelson. Although Ryan Nelson could be interesting. Never know. The um, the Texas one is kind of interesting because you have Nate Eovaldi and John Gray at the exact same number. And then Dane Dunning is number yeah. one. Yeah. I guess he was the number one innings getter last year, too. Yep. I mean, this is, it's interesting to look at, you know, last year's and, boy, that Toronto team surprising. Good for Toronto. They really have like. If three, Manoa can come back. They have like three 1.5 player pitchers. They got Brios, Bassett, mm, and no, Gaussman. Brios is a number two. Come on. Okay. They got three. Num- they also have three number twos. But who would you rather have? Would you rather have Toronto's, Toronto's rotation or Philadelphia's? In fantasy? Yeah. If I had to throw out there in fantasy go to war with one of the two of them yeah oh toronto i mean between yeah. the upside the like there's only one sure thing here in toronto is gosman and even that's like gosman being the sure thing is a little scary versus mm-hmm. wheeler and nola but wheeler and nola come on we're what are we doing here <laughs> but then you have barrios who career year last year but you know has the opportunity to get in a lot of innings and a decent number of k's and win some games but then you have, and then Chris Bassett is like the same guy as Jose Barrios, except for his, no one ever thought that he was, Chris Bassett was going to be number one pitcher. Yeah. And then, but then you see an Alec Manoa, those yeah. could okay. be the number one pitchers on a team, on a, a fantasy, fantasy wise. Yeah. They could I'm, be, you could see it. Hmm. I'm actually sold for, I'm actually sold on that. So I think the next thing that happens here. With Unless this, Philadelphia gets Blake Snell. And then, then you're that like, looks wow, the, sh- yeah. the sure thing of Philadelphia and having Blake Snell, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, and then having Ranger Suarez and Tywin Ware. One of those two guys is going to have an amazing year. So now that you've signed off on this, the next step is to take these regression numbers, now that we think yep. that they look right-ish, yeah. and run those, run those as the denominator behind our rates. And then... And then we'll have, then we'll actually have real rankings, and then we can uh, argue about. Then, then I think once we have the rankings, is where we do the hand tweaking. Yes. I don't think I it agree. makes sense. I don't think it makes sense for us to hand tweak the innings pitched anymore. This is fine after our discussion now, but later we can tweak them when we get to the rankings, and we're just like that number just doesn't. That sounds good. I think that about brings us to the review session. Spencer Steer. This is a fun one to have. I'm happy that we're getting to him. Yeah. You know, this is this is a cool one. Also, uh, legitimately is a first baseman. Don't be confused. Yes. He played, well, 73 at first base last year. He, he played all over. Do you see this? 73 first base, 47 third base, 45 left field, 16 second base, 60 H, 3 right field. He has crazy eligibility. But let me give you his stats. I should have started with that. 156 games for Cincinnati, 665 plate appearances. He's got 74 
74 runs, 86 RBIs, 23 home runs, 15 stolen bases, and a 271 average. Wow, did you luck out if you drafted him. Yeah, the youth movement in Cincinnati. And the thing was is that I was really intrigued to look at his where he started in the lineup. They started out batting him seven, and he just fought his way up. I know. I know. I was looking at number three and the season, really. That's a great place to be in. Yeah, I mean, in front of Christian Encarnacion Strand, that's got to excite you. I'm, I'm all for Christian knocking this guy in every single game. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's just a fun profile. I think I'd be actually, if you have the numbers in front of you, I'd be really curious where he's getting, where he's being forecast for right now, because this is a guy where I think he's probably not done, not done maturing. Right? This is last year was his first full season. Ninety six. Um, that's pretty 40, good. High of forty three, low one sixty two. I mean, that's and then I'm in AP right now. That's a big change for a guy who was definitely drafted in like the four hundreds last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> twenty six. So he's a little bit older. Yeah, well, he had to work his way through the Twins, uh, the system. Did he get traded or did he get released? Mm-hmm. Traded. For whom? Oh no, we traded for Tyler Molly. We traded Spencer Steer and Christian Encarnacion Strand. What? To get Tyler. Oh, man. That is a a hideous trade. (laughs) Oh. You know what would be great? If the Twins had a first baseman and a third baseman. I'm I'm laughing because I would would cry otherwise. It's so depressing. That is crazy. What are we doing? I mean, Tyler Molly. I like Tyler Molly, but, like, no. That is, that is, that is crazy. (laughs) <laughs> oh man oh man oh it's a good thing that you got rid of those really high contracts because i mean spencer steer also you know a very twinsy thing oh man spencer steer five hundred seventy five hundred thousand five hundred seventy five thousand dollars it's not oh man a huge commitment so you think he's gonna have he's gonna have a really good year isn't he yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no 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 he has to i i don't see i uh, he's he actually has you know, five tool production. It's mm-hmm. not like it's not like he's stealing a ton, but he's not. But he is stealing. No, his base base running is plus. I mean, you need his defense. His... his defense is not very good. Um, but he's been all over the field, so I would assume that if he if he's if Joey Votto's gone and he just takes first, like he's got to learn yeah. that. His Bevic I mean, was three eighteen. Well, I mean, some some speed, so maybe that's not crazy. Well, it could go up even. Yeah, I think 320 will be high. Okay. But he's going to stop legging out. He's he's got room to grow. But he I mean he could he could be a 20 he could be 2020 this year probably. Could. I mean, if he if he focuses a little more on stealing. Yeah, his isolated power is 192, which is on the hmm. that is just like was pretty good. That's 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 yeah. on, that's like useful good. So Yeah. And he's 20, that was his year 25. This is his year 26. I'd actually tell you, I'd rather this guy be a 30-10. I would, yeah. No, you're right. Let's let's twist him the other way. I mean, a little more power here. I, and and to be honest, I mean, this Cincinnati, exciting team right now with the kids Such playing. Such an exciting team. Yeah. This, this, could be, this could be really fun. I am not going to get him because I bet everyone's <laughs> you don't think even so? higher. I bet even, no, I bet everyone's even higher than I am on him. Well, I like this because 96 is in the top. So ninth round, eighth round, and 12 team, we might be able to get him in um, some places. This is a guy who's better in 
is he is he better for a TGFBI pickup or better for a daily uh, for a you know a daily league pickup? Uh depends on what your team is, I think, because it, it's helpful. He's got he's got corner infield. He's got first, third corner, yeah, true. second, true middle infield, outfield. True. There's there's a that lot is, to like. That's wow. really. I mean, there's so many times in TGFBI where it's like, well, I mean, the way that I construct my team is like, I have three shortstops. <laughs> shit <laughs> and he's because who's so who who is the shortstop on this because he came up as a shortstop ellie right oh yeah right so he'll so he'll be locked in there but on days that ellie didn't play who was i guess ellie plays every day so mm, yeah well okay but well this is i mean this is I, i'm just excited that we're talking about him this is just a fun time to talk about him yeah you know, little, i would, little bright I, I would definitely I, he's a guy that i think that people should target if um if he's not going in the eighth round but but TG, but but my point about my question about tgfbi is that you're going to be spending a fifth uh yeah fifth or sixth round pick to get him that Jeez. feels it feels dangerous because he's not exactly a type of guy i mean your team would have to be going the right direction i think to take him right but he's one of those kind of gravy players where it's like yeah my team i've got two aces or i've got i've got an ace yeah. I've got a guy that steals bases, a guy that hits home home runs. No, I've got I've got a, a I've got Josh Hader. Yeah, and then it's okay. like, geez, who do I add here who has a bunch of upside? His ADP is one ten. Oh, so you, okay. So okay. you really uh, could. There's going to be some variability. No, people aren't. I, I don't think that he's the same hot commodity. But here again, this might be a guy that we're tracking on the rankings. We'll finally are like, ooh, Spencer Steer. This is good. He's a, he's a guy we should watch. Is he so just in terms of your gut feeling, is he a is he a sophomore slump candidate? Because last year was his first full season. Oh, yeah, of course he is. Okay. Cause he saw he saw some I mean he saw some gameplay. Played you know, got a hundred plate appearances in twenty twenty two. So he didn't he got a taste. So second half of this season was his slump was his sophomore slump time. <laughs> I didn't look at the splits by splits by half season uh, or anything. Yeah. I no, he he does have that that opportunity. Him all of the Reds, Ellie, Christian, Steer. Yeah. Their their outcomes are strongly correlated, right? Uh yeah. They I think they are. I think you're right. Yeah. I think that's that's that team has so much interest. Could be so fun or could be dangerous. <laughs> but I don't want to say this out loud, but there's there's a chance that, like, of those three guys that we just, I just led, Steer, Cruz, and Christian, there's a chance that, like, one of them falls off completely. Yeah. One of them is, like, just not that great. And one of them is just above, it's just a little bit above average. Yeah. And then Marte comes in and is <laughs> like, sorry, guys, but I'm actually the best one here. I was I was just going to say, Noeli Marte, we haven't discussed him at all on this team. And he... Right. Definitely could be the best one of the It four. could just happen. Wait, and, and the other, in the sort of like, hey, Anakin Skywalker is the chosen one. But you know what? Guess what? Here comes Luke Skywalker, and he's actually <laughs> even better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, uh, man, this is going to be a fun team this year. There's so It's just amazing how many different ways that this season could go for the Reds. It's fun. I know. I know. Who are we doing next week? Well, Eric Hosmer. <laughs> He's still around? 
Time for a little housekeeping. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Fantasy Tools, Mind the Z. Thank you, Mild Manor, for letting us use your tunes. Be sure to follow them on SoundCloud and Facebook. Feel free to email us with questions or comments. Send us messages at fantasy.tools at gmail.com. Again, Mind the Z. All I've got left is, worst luck to you, buddy. Worst of luck to you, too. Yeah!